and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is. And on this particular episode, we will be recapping the challenge, season 35, Total Madness, episode 7, Should I Stay or Should I Go? Wow, what an app. This was a really like a supreme episode of the challenge. It was a roller coaster. Uh, it was a roller coaster. It had all the drama. It had the suspense. It had the action. It had the competition. And it had the Nelson. I mean, <laughs> what could you ask for more, folks? Before we get into our recap, do us a favor. If you haven't already, rate our podcast five stars on the Apple Podcast app. Or read it anywhere you listen to this podcast. If there's a little star rating, just make sure you give us the max stars, folks. We deserve the max stars. And if you can, give us a little review, uh, something positive. Make us feel happy while we walk around our apartment all quarantined-like. Um, that would be something uh, we would appreciate. Also, we have a Patreon, okay? Patreon.com forward slash reality blows. Uh, and uh, $5 will get you uh, two bonus episodes a month on the Patreon um, and uh, we just did a Patreon we dropped yesterday where we watched uh, two movies. We're doing a double feature series on our Patreon. It's a lot of fun. We also launched a website. It's not really a website. It's just an easier way to get to us, which we should have done like two years ago. <laughs> but uh, realityblowspodcast.com will give you everything that you need as far as Reality Blows goes. So go check that out, too. It's, uh, it's kind of fun. Let's start the show. You know, I think that there's something to note here about this being episode seven, which is we're at a halfway point. We're in the middle of the season, and there is truly a feeling of people breaking down. You know, there's usually sort of excitement. Um, there's sort of a party atmosphere the first couple of episodes. People are getting used to each other. People are forming alliances. Then we have the hump, which is what we're in. We're in the hump. We're in people, um, you know, kind of cracking especially in this bunker that has no windows i mean i i know there's an outside area they can go to but just uh being in a space with no windows i mean i lived for six months in a, a room in brooklyn with no windows and i think that was um both my my i think that was a dark point in my life both physically and mentally um, i also lived in a, in a in a windowless room for a couple of months one summer in new york city and it was horrible yeah it's I, bad I, I was also mega broke which was part of it yeah, yeah well money helps um but i think that i mean i think if you had money you wouldn't be in a windowless room i that think is true. Is point. that windowless room <laughs> did, was not cheap okay i think i was paying like 750 dollars a month to live in a little cubicle Jeez. but um but what i'm trying to say here is that like this episode is about people breaking down yeah absolutely i just don't understand really why other than the windowless part i mean there is a smokers area where you can go out we've seen it already so you can go outside and also catered meals. Are they having too many Pop-Tarts during the day? Like they have a pool, they have a track, they have a whole bunch of uh, sexy people to hang out with. I just don't know if it's really the atmosphere that puts people in this headspace or if it's the fact that these people go into this show a little off. They're, they're just a whole bunch of off characters, man. I mean, each one of them has some sort of notch missing in their brain <laughs> i mean for different reasons and i'm not complaining it 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 causes me in, uh, enjoyment based on the fact that they're kind of loopy individuals and i say that this episode kind of highlighted a lot of that that was kind of for me what uh, two takeaways of this episode number one is that these are a bunch of kind of nutcases they're 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 kind of kooky folks and number two 
boy, oh boy, was this episode filled with a bunch of terrible, toxic masculinity just showering upon all of the women on this show. I mean, I almost every person, aside from Corey, who was shown on this episode was a person who was being damaging towards a, a female player on this show and it was it was pretty it was pretty interesting to what watch. a sexist season this has been but we don't want to get hung up on that <laughs> we don't want to get hung up on that I do want to say there are a handful of people Nick I would put the argument forth that there are a handful of people there that seem well adjusted yes we um, but we don't them. know because yeah. we don't see them they're they're boring so it's like we don't get we don't get any of them so this episode opens up um, basically after the daily so remember last week we didn't get the usual daily plus an elimination for some reason it took an hour and a half to get one daily last week and at the end of that daily we learned that there was a tribunal which was going to be made up of nani jenna and um jordan they're making up the 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 tribunal as you know if you've been watching the show at all jordan is obsessed with the idea of getting tori a red skull also last week there was some romance drama happening between uh jenna and zach and bear and kayla and so that is how we're entering this episode there are those uh slow creepy shots of the woods etc feeding us into this opening scene also i'd like to take a note uh, i'd like to take a minute to just note the fact that there's seems to always be a full moon wherever they are there is a shot of a full moon also every like week a, also like a red skull is <laughs> coming into um yes it's the, the motif has been spooky this season so everybody's filing into the bunker after this daily and um jordan pops up in the interview he's our first interview and he goes this is the plan okay this is how we're getting tori a red skull jenna is checked out and this is her week. This is going to be Tori's week. I appreciate him actually laying out what the plan was because if you guys listened to last week, I think I had some questions like, what is the plan here? <laughs> Why not put Tori in the tribunal yeah. if Nani and uh, Jordan both just seem, seem to be working with Tori in some fashion? Obviously, Jordan much stronger than, than Nani, but Nani and Jordan seem to have... Uh, an understanding. Jordan just helped Nani win uh, her way into the tribunal. It just seemed like an odd choice to throw Jenna in there and just leave it up to the house to vote Tory. But there must have been something that we didn't see that episode that kind of guaranteed Tory's like name being thrown around uh, for the house vote. I mean, we'll talk about that in a second. But I definitely had those questions, and I really did appreciate as much as a dick this guy can come off on TV. He is good at this show, and he's good at giving interviews. And Jordan was just like, "Here is what I was going for here," and I was like, "Thank you, Jordan, for like literally explaining uh, your your ways, uh, the move that you guys made, and it was helpful." I agree. It's also a fun narration device. I appreciated it. Uh, I felt it brought me into this episode immediately. That brings us to the game room where we see also known as the strategy room, also known as the chessboard room, which uh, was missing its chessboards this episode. Who knows what happened to them? You think like Bear flopped on it one Something one happened. Night. He ate all the pieces. <laughs> Something happened. Um, so in the game room, Nani, Kayla, and Jenna are having a meeting. They're talking about this. You know, the Holy Trinity's got power. This is very exciting. Nani explains why she picked Jenna. She's basically like, everyone in the house thinks uh, Jenna's checked out. They're going to vote her in if she is, um, if she's available to be voted in. And I don't want her going into purgatory unless it's her choice. So I'm putting her on the tribunal and she can decide if she wants to go in there or not. Kayla and Nani are also sort of batting around this idea of like, hey, listen, Tori's going to make, Tori's going to ask the house to vote her in. 
And if that's the case, why don't we put Jenny in, the strongest female in this house? You know, Nani says, like, there is no reason for Jenny to be here. Like, she has a red skull. I'm not going to beat her in a final. Let's get her out now. And then Jenna is like, come on, y'all. Like, why are you counting me out? Like, you know, she's like, I can't believe you're counting me out saying that I can't take out uh, take out Tori. You know, uh, Nani mentions in this scene that she's been worrying about Kayla. She's been worrying about Jenna. But she hasn't really been worrying about her own game. And she's now trying to take her own game in her own hands and make some strategic moves here. I commend Nani for this. I do feel like sometimes in the challenge, people lose strategy for like just friendships or they get caught on the one thing they came in the house and thought that they had on lock and they're not adapting enough agree and you have to be adaptable in an elimination game and i think at this point jenny got her skull so early that why wouldn't you take a couple shots at her it's in it makes no sense for her to be there i agree with nani keeping jenny around is just like keeping a bomb in the house like jenny will jenny is an incredible competitor you don't want to see her in the final Uh, and you know what i forget sometimes that nani does play some uh, a strategy game yeah that she's not just kind of a mess emotionally in these seasons. Nani has her moments of savviness for yes, sure. Yes. And I appreciate it. I thought that was a, I thought it was nice for her to actually bring up strategy. It's like, yeah, we're not, this isn't high school. Like yeah. we're not just hanging out eating and then happen to go to gym every day and somebody has to leave. Like, Play a fucking game. That brings us to the activity room, um, which is different than the game room. Activity room is where they eat and they have the track. And in the activity room, Nelson, Jenny, Kyle, and Dee are talking. And Nelson is now laying out what's happening. He's like, listen, Jenna's going to go in and lose. We all know she's checked out. Tori's going to beat her. That's what's happening. That's the truth. And everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. And he's like, he really, (laughs) he's like one of the plastics or something. Like, She's a loser and everybody knows it. What like, is Nelson doing this season? He I know is, what he's doing. He is, you think he's doing the bad guy? He's not playing nice guy he's anymore. Not playing he nice really guy. is. And you can see that. And he, you, now I know why we saw that interview. He really in has. In the dis- first episode, we saw an interview to tell him what you're talking about. In the first episode, he just said, like, guys, I've realized playing the nice guy is not getting me anywhere in here. It's time to be the bad guy. And it's like, have you been, you know, our question is like, <laughs> have you been the nice guy? I didn't notice that. But. I think that Nelson needs a thing to stay on this show, and he's decided that he's going to go evil Nelson, okay? Evil Nelly, because the nice guy Nelly, or whatever he thought he was doing, was just not working, and he really wants to get an evil guy edit, and guess what? He's getting an evil guy edit. Is he getting an evil guy edit or a stupid guy edit? Both, but that's his evil guy game. I mean, we'll talk about it in a second, but he's really going for it. I mean, the last episode, we had him, you know, cussing out Anissa on a truck. You know, uh, this episode, he's he's made, he's, he had like a C plot in this episode, doesn't even deserve it. Yeah, you know had I mean? nothing, this episode, yeah. How Great much point. can you say for Kyle? Couple things peppered in, pepper that, pepper. Yeah. He's doing shit. You know, yeah. he's funny. He gets a funny line in there, but you need a storyline. And Nelson's decided my storyline is I'm a jerk. <laughs> and guess what? It's working. 
That brings us to the bunks. Casey and Josh are talking. Tori walks by and she's like, hey, will you guys put me in? And they're like, yes, we will put you in. So Tori's going around the house asking everybody to vote her in. That brings us to another set of bunks where Anissa is talking to Bailey about what happened with Nelson, which you just referenced, which was in the daily leading up to this episode where Nelson like went after Anissa for some odd reason, saying that she like threw the challenge on purpose, which really made no sense. And Bailey is also talking to Anissa about how she's upset about how things went down with Jordan, where Bailey accused Jordan of throwing the challenge. And Anissa's giving Bailey advice. Um, They seem to be getting along. I enjoy this. I think it's cute. Uh, I like watching two women bond on the challenge. And then Anissa says, um, you know, but you have Swaggy talking to Bailey. And Bailey says, he's he's perfect. He's a sweet baby. Yeah, he's a sweet baby. I mean, Swaggy and uh, Bailey seem like they have a nice relationship. That brings us to the game room, a.k.a. the strategy room, a.k.a. the chess room, where the Holy Trinity is now talking to the unholy Trinity, which is Johnny, Wes, and Kyle. Um, are they the unholy Trinity? Who 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 named themselves the unholy Trinity? Well, no, uh, Wes and Johnny have, have named themselves the unholy alliance. Oh, okay. Um, so the holy Trinity, our three gals, are talking with Johnny, Wes, and Kyle. And Johnny's like, what's going on? And Johnny's like, honestly, we don't know. We know that Tori wants to go in, but we don't know if, like, should we put Jenna in? Should we put Jenny in? We don't know what to do. And Johnny's like, well, you just tell us what you want to do. We are your minions. That brings us to nomination. Tori is sitting at the head of the group, and she says, I'd like to start this off. I'd be honored if you let me go in and fight for my Red Skull. If you're, sti- if you're sitting in that seat, you got to speak first. That's what everybody has decided. Um, and I think it's funny how everybody was like, oh, as if they didn't know that they sat her there because she was going to start it off and all yeah. that stuff. But I'm surprised. So she goes, I, I want to nominate myself. I want to go in. You know, I think it's my time. Yada, yada, yada. Gives her a little Tory speech. Pretty much, I would say 90% of the house raises their hand and just lets this happen. I am surprised by this. I am surprised that they're allowing her to get in there this easy. There are so many people on this show that don't have skulls, so many women. And there's also an unsureness on, I don't even know if that's a word, but an unsureness. Uncertainty. Uncertainty. <laughs> thank you. This is the first time you've corrected me. Wow. <laughs> Write it down. I'm writing it down. On on what's going on with Jenna, like there is some weakness there. I just don't understand why they would maybe hand Tori. Because at this point, everybody is assuming that, you know, it's going to be a little easier road for, for Tori. And we don't know that for a fact. I'm surprised that they're letting her do this. I have a theory. I'm so annoyed personally with the the past, um, you know, six or seven episodes of Tori being like, I got to get a red skull and Jordan being like, we got to get Tori a red skull. I wonder if they're doing that in the house and the house is just like, yeah, go get a red skull. Like, stop talking about it. Yeah, it must be that. And also must be a combination of the people that have the red skulls at this point, minus Tori. Um, are the people that are the real like alphas who want to go out and get this shit, who mm-hmm. are um, who who know that they want it and think that they can keep it. And you got to think, who are the rest of the women in the house? You know, you have Big T, yeah, who don't who don't have skulls. Yeah, Big T, Melissa, Casey, Bailey, Nani, Tori, Jenna. So those people, Anissa, those people maybe don't think that they can win this show. 
as much as some of these other people think that they can win this show. They're not so sure of themselves. You think that they're just trying to stick around as long as they can to rack up those checks? I think Tori is the last person with that cutthroat mentality of like, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to earn it. And the rest of the people are, kind of, are more are more floater-like people mm. um, and would rather wait till the end. And so I guess it's just like, yeah, let her in. Nobody else is trying. Like, Who else really, really wants it? I mean, you got Nani talking some strategy a little bit. You hear nothing from Kayla about how I want to get my ass in there nothing from her you didn't hear anything from jenna before this whole thing am i going home am i not those would be the only other two people uh, you know the holy trinity would be the only other people i would say would be going for that skull anise is a classic kind of floater you know um it just i guess that's how i guess it mm. just kind of shook out that way but at the moment when everybody raised their hand I'm like oh they're just it really is a cakewalk because i last episode did not think that it was going to go down without a struggle. Mm. And it really did. Mm -hmm. um, and they must have known that, and that's why they allowed it to go to a house vote. And I'm talking about Jor uh, Jordan and Tori. Uh, Wes gives an interview after Tori puts herself in in the house votes where he's like, eh, not so fast, Tori. Why don't you cool your jets a little bit? You don't know what you're getting into. And then Nelson takes that um, opportunity to apologize to Anissa. She accepts... And then Nelson's like, yeah, Tori, I'll vote for you. We all know that you're going to go in there and uh, you're going to get your free red skull against uh, Jenna. Like, everybody knows what's going on. Like, we know what you're doing, Tori. I'll vote for you. And then Kayla's like, Kayla raises her hand. She's like, wait a minute. As like, as Jenna's friend, I'd like to step in and say that, like, she's not just going to give up and like, you can't just walk all over her. But before Kayla can even really put forth this, this uh, point of view, Nelson freaks out and he says like why why do you always have to say something he starts yelling at Kayla and then it turns into this whole thing about like him just attacking her personally about her romantic life he calls her foul he says some horrible things about a porta potty I mean he just like goes after Kayla in such an aggressive awful way I mean he accuses Kayla of having sex in a porta potty yeah uh multiple times yeah um, I don't know where this stems from. I have some theories, but I'll keep them to myself. Show, are they on the show or somewhere else? I think that the, there was maybe something that happened on the show. There's been a rumor floating around for years that I would I don't want to address. Tell me. No. All right. Well, regardless, he does. I mean, and, he, and, and the way Ashley kind of lays it out is kind of uh, pretty uh, composed and systematic. The way Nelson like spews this out is like diarrhea and just like his emotion. He can't get a lid on his emotions. He snaps. He snaps. And starts personally attacking her when honestly all that she did was be like, hey, guy, like I just want to say like you shouldn't underestimate Jenna. And then he's like, you're a fucking slut. Yeah. You're you. Everyone hates you. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, crazy. What it's a, it's, is a, it's a nightmare. Um, and he, he just looks terrible here. Bad he just luck. Really, I mean, there's one thing of being like the villain, but the other thing is like, eh, we may not ask this guy back on the show because we're afraid he may do something crazy. You know, you got to ride that line, Nelson. He'll learn. He'll learn. He's saying, go fix your relationship, you right. know, just alluding to the out. fact that uh, Kayla's cheating on her boyfriend with Bear. Then Bear sticks up for Kayla. Bear, in the most timid way possible, sticks up for Kayla. Um, and I can't tell whether or not... I think he's just playing the game of, I got to stick up for Kayla because obviously Kayla's my girl here. But also, I don't want to piss off everybody else. So I don't want to get into a fight right now because I want other people around me to sort of pick up the slack as well. And I just want to be the first person to sort of take this shot back at Nelson and see whether or not other people are going to jump on my side. He definitely didn't like 
jump up and he was just like, well, you He's you like, say wait a minute. Crazy. Don't yeah, say that don't stuff. Be nice to Kayla. Honestly, the perfect way to do this because that opens the door for, you know, kind of uh, Kayla to get sort of out of the heat. She's really like, can't believe that Bear is sticking up for her. She's so happy about that, you know. You can see in the interviews and even, you know, on her close-ups in the actual moment. You know, the women sort of slip away. That's when the men are sort of sitting there and Bear's like, you can't, you can't just do this. You know, yeah. this is ridiculous like that's that's horrible and then nelson of course but she is a slut you're like okay calm down calm down nelson Uh, and that's when like josh is like i can't believe you're talking about a woman like this uh, yeah finally Corey's like nelson you're embarrassing all of us (laughs) like i can tell you're like i can tell when you get into crazy nelson eyes basically is what he's saying yeah he's like you're you're, you've lost your emotions your entire time you were sitting here what are you talking about and uh, it just takes nelson's like no i'm like i'm very calm and i'm expressing (laughs) an opinion we all agree on it's like nobody agrees (laughs) yeah you're looking bad on television, Nelson. And once again, they play that interview clip where Corey's like, I'm embarrassed to be with Nelson right now. Yeah, he's or, hurting my game. He's hurting my game. He's a liability. And then you have sort of Corey kind of just kind of pipe up, laying on the couch in the most nonchalant way possible, being like, dude, chill the fuck out. And then Nelson's yeah. like, okay, you're right. I'm, I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. <laughs> While this is all happening, there's a, an interview with Bear who says, um, you know, hey, Nelson, next week is a boy's day and you're going home. So that's some foreshadowing to next week. And also, I'm pretty sure that during this scene that Nick is talking about, uh, or during this Kayla Nelson back and forth, we got some great face uh, from Josh. Right. We got some great face from Josh. Something that um, I probably skipped over and you probably have in your notes is we also, Tori spoke for herself and was like, hey, listen, um, I just want to explain to you, Nelson, uh, that I don't think that this is going to be a cakewalk. I just feel like I need to get in there. And when you know it's right, it's right. And it's right for me because there's a damaged person (laughs) possibly going in. Uh, You shouldn't say that, but I mean, you're kind of full of shit. Uh, you smell blood in the water, as we've heard on this episode uh, later. But and uh, so then she uh, what uh, she says, she goes to put her name up on the board where she puts where you put your name up if you're going in for the house vote. And Tori's like, boy, politicking in this game is so weird this season uh, because like she's politicking to get thrown into purgatory, which honestly has changed the uh, outlook on this game. And I'd say we're probably about halfway through this series. Maybe there'll be 20 episodes. So maybe we're not halfway through, but we're getting there. And I would say that this has is beginning to pay off the um, vote yourself. You want to get into purgatory to win a skull. I would, uh, for a second, it felt like a flop and you could tell TJ felt like it was a flop. But now that Tory is like campaigning to get in there, uh, I think we're going to please TJ today at the at the purgatory later. So I um, hope so. I really do hope so. He seems to be disappointed in his players. You this know? scene ends with Nelson saying, man, this is getting this place is getting the best of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's such like a uh, Nelson thing to say. I, it's like seems like it was written for him yeah. by him man. a week ago and he practiced it in the mirror. And it's just the least convincing acting you've ever seen. This place is getting the best of me. That brings us to the hall where Kayla thinks bear for standing up for her and then we get a little interview from kayla sort of explaining her attraction to bear i mean she doesn't say i'm attracted to him because but she does say like you guys don't really get it like you see bear acting like a crazy person all the time but like the bear that i get 
is a normal person. And then uh, Bear has a little interview where he says, the love story continues between Kayla and I. And then we see them kind of cuddling in bed. And Kayla explains like, you know, I came in here uh, in a relationship and it was going very, it was going strongly towards marriage. And, and I'm, I don't know if that's what I want. And clearly like what's happening with Bear shows I'm not ready for it. And, you know, they show us a picture of Kayla and Mikey P and then Kayla's like, you know, I wouldn't want to go through this with anyone but Bear. And um, this just feels like the production kind of wrapping up this uh, this storyline a little bit. I mean, I think we'll see them continue to make out and stuff. But what do you think about this segment? Uh, I feel bad for Kayla. Yeah. Because I think she's being manipulated by Bear. That interview, um, you know, we got Nelson as number one toxic man showing up on this show. Number two is Bear, based on this interview. The love story, you can now, he, he knows he just manipulated her into liking him again. She didn't like him. You know, they had, she was d- distancing herself from him. And he was kind of being treated like he was a jerk. We saw that in the um, the last week on when they're outside and she's screaming about how, you know, now you don't even care about me. And I threw it all away for some guy who doesn't even care. Well, now he proved he cared, even though he probably doesn't really care. And so I'm now when I see this interview and I see them snuggling up and kissing and then we see the picture of Mikey P and I'm like, oh, it really is over now that we're seeing the picture. And in the interview, she's like basically waved her white flag and surrendered. And Johnny was right, you know, persistence and all of this stuff. It worked. And now you even have Bear in an interview being like, the love story between Bear and Kayla is back on. And you know what? That can be taken two ways. One in real life. Oh, finally, she's back in my life. I want her back. And two, the love story that we're actually being edited together and shown on this television show. And I think he means that one way more i don't believe bear that he really likes kayla and i don't really think that he wanted to defend kayla i think he knew that that would make him look good and win kayla back over and it fucking worked and so he is a manipulative emotionally um a manipulative person he does say i love you to her which is like whoa yeah and it's like as a joke but like she doesn't take it as a joke no one hears i love you as a joke even if you're like i know you don't mean that it still plants a seed yeah and uh i feel like this is completely a premeditated attack uh on her um on her heart and uh i think it won i think he's won won the war here and uh i think it's unfortunate for kayla she threw away some, and now we're seeing in this episode they were going to get engaged, and all of a sudden she doesn't want to get engaged because well, she's she not ready for it. Well, she didn't say they were going to get engaged. She said they were headed towards marriage, which could mean a lot. That could mean a bunch of different things. Doesn't mean that they were necessarily about to get engaged. Yeah, but that upped it way more for me. It's like, okay, you have a living boyfriend, fine, but if you guys were talking about possibly getting married, that makes the bond a little stronger that has been broken for this dumb TV show. So... I would say that uh, Bear completely lost all of the um, the points that he gained. If you're looking to gain points in this in this game for honesty and uh, for for maturity and for true values, um, did I like to see this? Sure, I want to see messy people, so it's fine for me. I don't care uh, that Bear did this, but I am witnessing something that does seem to be a manipulative storyline. Uh, that is completely fabricated by Bear. He's he's done it. He's won now. And you're saying you see that. You even felt it. Like, ah, here's the next chapter in this right. story. And it's like Bear won. Bear is writing the book here. Oh, man. Dang. Dang, dang, dang. That brings us to a night 
out. Everybody's getting ready. There's a fun song playing. Nick told me to write down Johnny's outfit. Johnny is wearing a like a Kangol hat. And he's got his Italian horn and he's got like a button up, button down, like sort of shirt open. He's turned into the old Italian man on the corner who with an Italian ice in his hand screaming at kids as they walk by. I mean, Johnny is too old. That that outfit he's wearing is really like, hey, uh, yeah, my uh, my uncle wants to come to the bar, too. Like, is it cool if my uncle comes? He's cool, though. He's cool. And it's just like everybody else is like 21 and he's like 38. And, you know, and he shows up with. Johnny's outfit you know what I mean like that is and I was like oh poor Johnny poor Johnny he's just now he's kind of lost you know Johnny needs to stick with like the white v-neck shirt you know what I mean like I don't want to see what else is in his closet you know what I mean it's just not working for me so everybody's out on the bar everybody's having fun Nani is talking to Casey getting her ego stroked and then we quickly learn that Nani and Casey have some sort of uh, something brewing between the two of them. There's two interviews uh, from Casey and then one from Nani. They're flirting. They have a a bond. You know, Casey has a girlfriend. They both acknowledge that, but Nani's kind of crushing on her. I mean, wow, 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 wow to learn anything about Casey. Wow. I didn't even know she had a girlfriend. Had no idea she had a girlfriend. (laughs) I didn't know she had a personal life. Had no idea that she had been flirting with Nani. I guess it just wasn't their time yet, but we're we're starting to see it. Another storyline that is happening at the bar. So just know that this Nani-Casey thing will be a storyline throughout this bar scene. And another storyline is um, a Swaggy Bailey situation. So they're talking to each other, Swaggy and Bailey, and he's he's basically saying, like, you got to put your ego to the side. Like, if something comes up or you lose your cool, you got to come talk to me. That's when we learned that Bailey was Miss Congeniality in the Miss USA. Um, what is that? Tournament? Championship? What do you the, call that? The championship. <laughs> uh, pageant? I Miss USA pageant? I think it's a pageant, Ash. I think that's cool. Um, so basically, you know, they're just talking. He's kind of like giving her a pep talk. Like, you know, you're getting worked up. Like, let's go talk to Jordan. Let's work this out. And so then we see Jordan and Tori and Swaggy and Bailey talking about what happened during that um that daily last week and bailey's like basically like i feel like you were moving slow i feel like you were purposefully throwing it and jordan explains why he wouldn't throw that um that daily and you know what it makes sense to me i don't think that jordan threw it i i I agree that like uh, this couple jordan and tori would want this other couple on their side like Tori's not a part of the Holy Trinity and Swaggy and Bailey don't really seem to have an alliance that Jordan and Tori know about. Why wouldn't they hook up with the only other couple in the house that came into the house as a couple? Didn't we see Bailey blow it last week with the puzzle piece? I, I don't really understand why we, there is a question here. I mean, that's what the edit showed us. Who yeah. really knows what was going on? But, but like, why even show us this later? I think I know why they're showing this later, but we'll, we why? can possibly talk about it. It's going to ruin a little bit of the end of the episode. Okay, so okay. we'll wait till the end. If you can remember to bring it up, yeah. I will tell you. They make up. All of that to say that they make up, okay? In the bar, these uh, Jordan and Bailey, they forgive each other for, for their trespasses. They come together. Everything's good. That brings us back directly to Nani and Casey still flirting. Nani is trashed. And she's like, go to the bathroom with me. Go to the bathroom with me. Nani is so trashed. Casey's like, no. Nani goes off to the bathroom. Anissa is watching. She's getting pissed off. She goes up to um, Casey while Nani's in the bathroom. And she's like, I'm having an issue with the drunk one. Um, And Casey's like, yeah, well, nothing's really happening. Anissa's like, well, I just want you to know what it looks like. And then Nani walks up and is like, 
really like immediately can tell something is going on that Anissa is talking about her and um, she it just this happens so quickly but like it, the the line that really sets it all off is Nani saying to Anissa I want to punch you in the face yeah <laughs> and then that starts like a just an ex like a just a um, a bunch of bros that come after that of Nani saying bro 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 to Anissa yeah Nani's bro drunk right now yeah and it's just like this just becomes an altercation very quickly between these two but all you need to know is that Casey and Nani were flirting Anissa saw it didn't like it came over and said something and now Anissa and Nani are fighting why do you think Anissa's having such an issue with Nani flirting with Casey I mean she's had uh, you know uh Anissa's had some relationships that were in the house that sort of blew up in her face um and uh you know she was involved in some sort of stuff you think I'm, this is a protective I move? I think it's a protective move. I'm sure that she likes Casey, um, and she already established that she likes Nani, and I think she's just seeing what's coming. You um, don't think she feels left out? Because she had, she and I don't be, mean... Yeah, she could be feeling left out based on the fact that Nani was her friend and not talking to her at the bar, and maybe that they've been, the past couple of days, kind of hanging out together, uh, Casey and Nani, and maybe leaving. Yeah, that could that could because happen. Because Anissa had said earlier in this, like, she's not really a part of the Holy Trinity. Like, she's done a lot of seasons with Nani, but they've never gotten this far together. Seems to be a thing here with the people that have been on this show, the vets, for a while, that they are warning some of the other people on this show that it's going to look bad in an edit and Mm. if you have a relationship at home and I kind of feel like that was you know whether or not the motive was 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 that it could have been based on the fact that she felt left out but I feel like what was being said here that we didn't see was like it's going to look bad on the show they're going to edit this to look like you cheated on your girlfriend at home so like do yourself a favor and just be you know cognizant of that fact then Nani is just trash with her eyes rolling on the back of her head and she starts bro, 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 and everybody. Bro, bro. Anissa then tells Nani to take the trash factor down, which throws Nani into a tailspin. She grabs her. Um, Casey comes in with an interview saying Anissa thinks there's something going on, but there's not. And then Nani is talking to, to Casey about Anissa and she's like, she's just drunk. LOL. Nani is so trash talking about how Anissa is drunk. Um, Anissa's upset that Nani put her hands on her. That brings us back to the bunks. This fight is not over. Melissa pipes in with an interview saying like, this is fun to watch. Um, Nani's walking around with a cup of noodles. She's talking to Wes. She's talking to Jenna, asking Jenna what happened. Jenna starts to explain it. And now Nani and Jenna are fighting. Anissa walks in the room. Nani throws her cup of noodles at her. Did you see that cup of noodles when she walked into the room initially? Like, first of all, they were showing it quite a bit, the cup of noodles. You knew it was going to come into play. It was like Chekhov's noodles. You know what I mean? But also, um, if you saw the fork she was using, she was using a a plastic fork. She clearly overheated the noodles, had the plastic fork in the noodles. The the fork was completely bent, like it had melted. (laughs) And, like, it was about to, like, break in half when she was stirring it. So I'm actually happy she tossed the noodles. I would have uh, been upset to see her eat all of that plastic that melted into her cup of noodles. Nani starts calling everybody corny, which made me miss Marie. Then um, Nani, I, I think she may be, she says something about Anissa having to take her clothes off for money. I mean, Anissa's just trying to go to bed, too. And, like, she keeps, like, walking in the hall. She's like, I'm not trying to do this. It is a it is a mess. And the next morning, Nani feels really, really guilty. She's coming across feeling bad. We see her cleaning up her noodles. 
Um, we see Nelson apologizing to Kayla in the um, activity room. Kayla's like, yeah, whatever. Like, I mean, she accepts his apology, but then in an interview, is like, whatever. Nelson has apologized to me so many times. He's a loon. And then we have Nelson, you know, in his interview, at, or at some point, he says, this place got the best of me. He says it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, that brings us to uh, Nani talking to Anissa and crying in the bunks. She's apologizing. And Anissa is just saying, like, yeah, I accept your apology. Like, this place is uh, meant to break you. Yeah, I just don't find there to be, like, this 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 place is meant to break you shit. Is You're on a TV show. You're getting catered meals. You have a gym. You have a pool. You're partying every night. I think what's breaking you guys is the alcohol. Yeah. I think maybe the alcohol is there to break you. And if you guys maybe didn't drink as much when you got the opportunity to drink, you wouldn't be in this situation. So mm, I just don't see the stress here. If there, if there is so much stress based on um, the the place that they're living, based on the bunker, show that more. Like show them like waking up with like stiff necks because their beds suck, or show them like having to like wait for a shower because there's not enough. Or, right, or just or, having like wet socks that they can't dry because there's no dryers there. Or be or like uh, let's see that loofah uh, cabinet, man. <laughs> Is it all moldy? Like I I mean show us more of that because I'm not getting that. It kind of looks fun to me. So I, I just don't buy it. That brings us to the tribunal um, where it is Jenna, Jordan, and Nani. They're talking about who they want to bring in. Jordan's like, what are you guys' thoughts? Uh, Jenna was like, I want to go in, but Nani gets first dibs, obviously. Jordan says, um, I want to call out Dee's name because of because of the fact that Dee lied to Tori. Nani says, I want to put Kayla in the tribunal just in case we want to put her in and she wants to go in. Um, and then Jordan's like, okay. And, and I'd also like to suggest Big T so that we can have someone to possibly beat. Uh, if, if that comes to that, Jenny is not called in. Yeah, uh, Nani basically says at the beginning of this interview, she's like, I, I was thinking about it and it's just not right for my game. And it's like, oh, okay, so Jenny's gone. We're not even going to get the option Not even going to talk about Jenny. I mean, because I think at this point they knew that what was going to happen was Jenna was probably going to go in. And uh, unless it was something crazy that, that I think they kind of knew what was going to happen here. And they were like, well, we're not going to put her up against, you know, Jenny. I mean, there's she's definitely going to go home. I want to keep my alliance intact. So. And, and let's, uh, let's say this, because I don't think we've said this on the pod yet. Um, the reason why Tori wants to put Jenna in, obviously we said this before, is because Tori and the rest of the house thinks that Jenna is um, mentally not there. The reason why Jenna wants to go in is because she wants a reason to be there. If she wins a, if she wins a red skull, that is proof to her that she should be there and not be risking her relationship by staying there. She's having trouble with Zach, so she wants to go in and either A, get a red skull and know she should be there, or B, go home she doesn't want to just sit around wasting time while her relationship crumbles under her so the names that go on the board are dun, 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 d kayla big t okay d goes in there for her interview she's pissed she's fuming she's like you know if you put me in there uh, i'm gonna come back and i'm gonna be upset and jordan's like i you know i put your name in there you know why d's having a, a very strong reaction to this for someone who put um jay in three times do you find that now that we have evil d in this game that her makeup is is more dramatic yes like, that is a good point I, I just kind of feel like whenever they're like 
like in pro wrestling, whenever they turn like a good guy to a bad guy, yeah, um, in specific places, like in the WWE, like the if it's a woman, the makeup changes, the, yeah, the clothes are dark, the eyeliner is more dramatic, the hair is different, you know. And I feel like if you would have seen D on her first uh, challenge versus seeing her now, it would be like the the wicked stepsister of the original D that came in. Yeah, um, she really is playing this, and I'll tell you what, man, it's working. She really is getting a villainous edit in this game and i do not like her in this game i mean i like her yeah because she provides entertainment for me right but like the person who just wants to see like the the, the heroes win wants kind of d to go home true because she seems evil and I, I i harp on this every once in a while on on our recaps but this person the people who goes if you throw me in you better watch out because when i come back i'm coming for you what with your one vote <laughs> I don't, and people are trying to go into purgatory. This idea that you have any power as a singular player in this game is ridiculous. Yeah, sure, you're linked with Wes, but I'm not seeing you guys run this entire game. You guys don't have an alliance like Pauly and Kara had, where it's like, well, honestly, you're going in next, and there's nothing you can do about it. This is this clawing at the wall. I'm so pissed off that I'm that my name's on the chopping block. Yada yada yada. When I come back, it's your ass. It makes no sense to me, and I I find it to be uh, annoying when I hear people say. And nobody ever calls anybody out on it. Yeah. Like because it usually happens in an interview. Yeah. But I mean, quite honestly, I'd love to see somebody be like, "How can you just describe how this is going to be bad for me?" She says it here. She says, "Yeah, if I come back, I'll be pissed." Yeah. I, I, I will come back, and I will be pissed. I would love Jordan to be like, "I would love you to just describe what would happen there." Yeah. And then for the crickets sound effect to go off because right. like what's going to happen um jordan says i found this interesting to d he's like i called you in here because this is how i play the game which i liked i liked him saying that like you i feel like you lied to tori and i want you to know this is how i play i'm gonna go after you do you think there was ever a chance that d was gonna go in no i think he was just trying to scare her. trying to scare her. give her one okay. um next up is kayla she basically says i want a red skull yes we know then big t comes and she kind of makes the argument of oh go ahead i have a kayla note here i think they brought her in because nani was like you want to get it like a little camera time in one of these tribunals right uh. so i come in and like you know just get your little get your little shit in, you yeah. know, and then get the hell out of here because there was no chance she was she was going to go in against Jenna, you know, or going going against Nani or going against Jen, Jenny or or uh, going against Tori. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like to me, I'm like, what? Like I I just felt like there was just no chance that she was going to go in against Tori because right. it's like not a guaranteed win for her. We don't have anything. And it was like, yeah, you're in my you're you're my friend. Come on in here and get your camera time. Right. Then it goes to Big T. She's like, her argument is like, hey, I'm weak. Don't you want to keep me around so that like one of you guys can go up against me later? She starts crying. It's kind of sad. And then she leaves and Jenna's like, she's so sweet. And Jordan's like, I love her. I think they're keeping Big T out of uh, like politicking. She doesn't really know what's going on in the house. And I think she really thought that there was a chance that her name was on the chopping block. Yeah. Uh, like they were going to they were gonna give Tori just a layup. Not going to happen. She was never going to go in. But she didn't know that. And Big T just started crying because that was like her last line of defense. I do not think she, I think she forced those tears out of her head. Interesting. Yeah, I think was, she just got nervous and started crying, which is what I would do. Like I'm like, I don't know what's going on. And I feel like I would just cry. I don't I don't know if that she that was that calculated of a cry. I think it was. And it worked. They were like, oh when she walks out, Corey comforts her. Um, and then that brings us to Bumpty Bum. Zach and Jenna FaceTiming. Nick, do you wanna do you wanna take this away? Oof, this is awful. 
This is truly awful. And okay, so number three toxic man in this in this game. And I'm talking, this game is full of toxic men, but these were the highlights here. Okay, you got Nelson. And, and then, you know it's bad if Johnny hasn't even been mentioned as a toxic man. I know. Man yet. He was actually, he's the one who's who's uh, calling, uh, saying that he's a minion for yeah. his friends, his uh, lady friends. You know, um, this is a really, this is out of the three like phone conversations we get between Zach and Jenna. This is absolutely the worst. It was really hard to watch. And I, I honestly, you have to tell, uh, tell us the viewer what is exactly happening here, because I can only see that from, from seeing how Zach deals with Jenna in the past, that he's blowing something out of proportion. He's letting his emotions get to him and he's ruining Jenna's job. And it looks so bad here. And he looks so controlling. He looks so controlling, so manipulative, so terrifying. Screaming at her. And just like, I, I, he was alluding to the fact of like, hey, like, listen, you should leave the game or I'm going to leave you. Here he's like, if you don't, I can't believe you're still in the game. If you don't pack up and leave now, I'm going to pack your shit up in boxes and send it back to your house. Uh, you know, Jenna's like, I'm here for us. We're, we have a house together. He's like, it's my house. I have, I a, have, house. have a house. Like, whoa, okay. Um, I, I don't, I, can I say something about this? I, I find, uh, I, I don't know why MTV showed us this. I don't want to see this. This bums me out. It doesn't make me feel good. Um, I feel like if they do show us this, there should be like, you know, a number to call at the end of the episode where it's like, if you really, think, if you think you're in an emotionally abusive relationship, call this hotline, something The showing us this to me, it, it didn't do anything. Uh, it didn't make me, it didn't make me feel anything different towards Jenna. It just made me hate Zach more, which I don't understand what the point of if he's not on this season i mean i am not a zach fan to begin with but this was really sort of the nail in the coffin i really don't want to see him on the show anymore and i really don't want to see any more of these phone calls like there's nothing fun about them we get it like you know what i mean mtv we get it now one thing maybe is like maybe mtv was like fuck this guy for fucking up our game and fucking up jenna who we really like we're going to air his shit out and show the whole fucking world how terrible this guy mm. is. So maybe I that's mean, what's going on. Uh, it's not, you know, if we didn't see it, it's not as if it didn't happen. So like us, like blinding ourselves to the fact that he talks to her in this way. Yeah. Maybe it would make us feel more comfortable, but quite honestly, this is what we're seeing. Uh, and this is what is happening. And I really just hope that they're not back. And the worst part about it, is, you know what the worst part about it is to me? Huh. Is that we know that they get engaged like when when she comes back from here, yeah. regardless if she left or not. And it's just like, oh, it's just like she's just going to be stuck with this dude. And she even says like, I'm obsessed with you. Like, oh, you just look, you look weak here, Jenna. And I don't like it because I really do like Jenna. Um, and I want her to succeed on the show. I now want her to win if she goes into purgatory later in this episode. And if she wins, like I want her to go into the final and win this thing. Yeah. But she's going to win this thing and then take the money back to Zach. Yeah. And to me, it's like, Oh, it's so it's like not fun to watch. And I just wish I wish it wasn't going on, you know? And like, fuck Zach, man. I really, he can't, you, you can't put him back on this show after this. You just can't to me. To me, it's just like there should be enough of a backlash of people being like, if you guys bring J Zach back on this show, like I don't, I'm, I'm going to stop watching this show because he, he just he's beyond TV villain. And he's just 
it's not like what he's doing is is like he's not punching her in the mouth on television. Like obviously that would be, you know, a crime. But this is almost like that verbally. You know, she's he's got her. He knows how to get her. You know, and he's just getting her goat in the worst way possible. And I can't believe he's not ashamed of of doing this on television. Do you know what I mean? I'm surprised that he's letting his emotions get to him in a way that allows us to see this side of him so clearly. Um, And, you know, maybe, maybe the things that he said or that he saw in her DMs or whatever would explain his emotions enough for me to go, okay, that is horrible. You still shouldn't speak to her in that way and definitely don't do this on television you know, talk it out, like have, have a head about you. This is, uh, this shows like a real lack of self-control. Really? His emotions, he must be out of control with his emotions. You know what I kept thinking of, or, or what I'm thinking of right now is, um, a few seasons ago, maybe four, four or five seasons ago when, uh, Tony cheated two two kid, Tony cheated, cheated on his girlfriend with Camilla. They made out in the back of the bus and then, he had a bunch of phone calls with his girlfriend on camera and she brought it up. Like I hear rumors, things have been leaked, this has happened and he just kept denying it. And every time production tried to talk to him about it, he denied it. And he said, I'm not going to give you guys a clip to show over and over again. I'm not going to give you guys a clip to show over and over again. And this is completely two different situations, you know, like Tony uh, was aware of like cheating. And I I feel like Zach probably feels like he's in the right, but it just shows like a lack of control. It shows sort of a delusional um, take on what's going on that he is giving MTV this clip to show. You know, that brings us to the bunks. Jenna K is there talking to Kayla and Bailey and telling them what was happening. Uh, basically, she says like, yeah, he was going to propose. He talked to everybody and now he's not going to. And Kayla's like, that is blackmail. I'm very surprised, honestly, at this moment that Jenna is dealing with this as maturely when she walks back in the yes, room. She's it very kinda, calm. It gives me more hope that, OK, maybe she's over him at this moment in time. So. I still don't know what she's going to do when we get into purgatory. That brings us to the activity room. Jordan is hyping up Tori. Red Skull, Red Skull, Red Skull. You're going to get in there. Get a Red Skull. That brings us to the game room where Dee is talking to Wes. Dee's pissed off um, that her name was brought up in tribunal. We get a little fun clip from Wes being like, I used to have to coach Dee to put on a front of confidence, and now it's out of control. That's when the alarm for purgatory goes off. Woo, love this alarm thing. Um, wish that it had been introduced on the first episode, but you know what? I'm I'm not mad about it being introduced late in the game. So everyone is headed to purgatory. Once again, we get a shot of that always full moon. Then we have TJ say, like, the house voted in somebody. Tori, come on down. Tori runs down, explains to TJ what she's doing. TJ's like, I like it. This is what TJ wants. He wants people asking the house to nominate them to get that red skull. He's like, it's working. It's working. Um, Josh says something about D going in, and I laughed because he said that he said someone was a strong female competitor. And I laughed because Josh has, like, he has two things he says about the ladies on the challenge. Either she's got a lot of heart or she's a strong female competitor. That girl has no quit in her. Yeah. <laughs> she's got a lot of heart. She's all heart. Um, that brings us to a commercial. When we come out of the commercial, we see dun, 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 tribunals turn to vote. And what happens? 
Jenna goes in. Jenna goes in. And TJ says to her, uh, she comes down. She's standing next to Tori. TJ says, hey, Jenna, the word on the street is that you don't want to be here. And Jenna's like, well, uh, I if I didn't want to be here, I would have left. Like, I'm here for a reason. I put myself first. I need to put myself first. I came down here. Wow. I can't believe TJ. TJ really took it in his own hands to be like, I'm going to put so much pressure on you that if you decide to quit, you're going to get a quitter's edit. So I'm just going to let you know that right now. I think TJ has seen people put themselves into elimination because they want to go home before. Yeah, absolutely. And he doesn't want to see that happen again. No, I think that's exactly what it was. He's like, you're going to try hard because you're not going to be able to escape this, making it look as though you just lost yeah uh, because i'm gonna i'm gonna set everybody up right now i'm gonna let you know like hey everybody look at her she wants to quit is yeah. that why you're down here are you gonna quit she's like uh no and i wonder i do wonder if that changed the way that she's gonna play this i don't think so i really don't think jenna is a quitter um we learned that this elimination is called dust to dust i'm gonna try to explain this basically there are two ramps you have to run up a ramp with a cinder block you break a cinder block over a grate the the dust and bits of the cinder block go or it's not a cinder block it's a block of some kind they fall through this grate into a wheelbarrow then you have to take that to a big sort of fish tank thing with a red line you dump uh the bits in there and you're trying to get it up to the red line you go back and you do it all over again does that cover it yeah, you're just trying to get uh, be the first person to fill up your fish tank with the cinder block bits. And the way you're doing that is you're just smashing it on a grate. And uh, it's just a laborious, um, uh, you know, workmanlike challenge here. It's it's about, this is really about stamina. This is, um this was a fun elimination to watch. I was on the edge of my seat. Um, basically, Jenna is like, I'm excited to do this. This is going to be therapy for me. I get to break things. This is great. Um, we have a little sound clip from Wes going like, you know, with Jenna, it's like anytime you take your eyes off the game, you get smacked in the face. And basically he's worried that that's what's going to happen. It starts and these two competitors approach this elimination in two different ways. Jenna is standing up, throwing her block down as hard as she can, whereas Tori kind of breaks her block and then tries to get the bits through the grate one at a time, uh, which causes Jordan to just freak out throughout the majority of this elimination he's yelling at her to stand up stand up and slam trust me trust me and we now have toxic man number four <laughs> on this as the way jordan is reacting towards tori screaming at her you're doing it wrong listen to me you're doing it wrong screaming 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 at her I mean, it is just like, I understand that he's, in his mind, he's doing it for her benefit, for their benefit, but the way he's doing it, this is the worst approach on motivating somebody ever. First of all, there are so many other people screaming, Yeah. so you screaming uh, over them at the top of your lungs in the way that you're screaming at your fiance cannot be motivational. It's just really annoying and seems terrible, and it just also is just like, can you imagine what it's like? When like um, they're at home and, uh, you know, like Tori is like, uh, you know, buttering bread and uh, he notices that she's doing it wrong. I think Jordan has I mean, not Jordan. Johnny has like a sound clip here where he's like, Jordan freaks out if you don't put the lid back on the mayonnaise. Uh, He must be an absolute (laughs) nightmare to live with. Uh, Jenna is in the lead and then it seems that Tori catches up and it's neck and neck. It seems like Kayla says Tori's about to win. Uh, Wes says this is neck and neck. It comes down to seconds. They're both running to their fish tanks with their wheelbarrows and... Jenna wins. By seconds. 
I literally ran out of the room and dove on my bed. Nick jumped off the couch, ran into the room, and jumped on the bed. He yeah. could not. TJ, and it, it came down to TJ just sounding as air horn. All right, Jenna, you win. We all freaked out here at the Reality Blows abode. Yo, I, I could not believe that shit. I really thought that Tori was going to win. I thought they were just going to give Jenna like a nice edit out of here. And it's like, oh, she at least worked for it. But Jenna fucking took Tori out. Tori, all of her fucking complaining about getting this Red Skull all season was all built up for a loser's edit. And it, uh, I, I felt something was coming. She was either going to win this season or she was going to go out like uh, in an explosion. And she really did go out on an explosion. And it came down to the fact that she did not get technique down right. The way she was smashing these bricks on the grate, she was like smashing the corners, them down on the corner, which is really like the toughest part of like, a brick really like and what it's like the strongest yeah, it's the part strongest structurally part. yeah like when the point of impact wouldn't yeah. explode the bricks into dust yeah and jenna seemed to uh at really quickly at least the way we saw it get the idea that if you slam them flat they basically turn into dust and uh yeah I, although it did end up being like a photo finish at the end Tori could have had this uh, if she kind of got the technique down. And boy, oh boy, was Jordan disappointed. Before we get into Jordan's meltdown, I want to take us back to Sunday when we were socially distancing with your sister, who is a casual viewer of this show. And she said, man, I really hope Jenna sends Tori home. Yeah. And that shows to me is that the edit, you know, I think you and I, like we can miss storylines because we're so entrenched in them that it's like we don't see the woods for the trees or the trees for the whatever that saying the is. The forest for the trees. Okay. We're missing something. And I think we were missing that, which is that this was being set up to make people root for Jenna to send Tori home. And I think we missed that edit um, just because we're looking at so many different things, so many different things at play. And there's so much more history involved for us, the non-casual viewer. So it's very interesting. Tori gets sent home. Jordan has a complete and total meltdown. He runs down. He cries in, in Tori's arms. He's like, you could have had it. This was yours. It was yours. Why didn't you yours. listen? And Why didn't you listen? She's like, I did the best I could. Yeah, she's like, please don't make me feel bad. Yeah. I was like, whoa, this is bad. This here. is bad. Everyone feels bad here. Then Tori and Jenna hug, and Jenna's like in Tori's ear. She's like, please go find Zach. Tell him what's going on. Tell him what I'm doing. Tell him I didn't do anything. Please make a connection with Zach. Tell him everything's okay. Talk him down from the ledge it's like whoa there's a lot of messages and bottles being thrown around i mean really this was like the longest you know it's like at the um at the end what's that bill murray uh scarlett johansson movie lost in translation it's like at the end when he whispers in her ear and we're like what does he say it was like that sort of length yeah. but we got to hear everything and it was yeah. just like a panic it was a panic uh, yeah yeah it was um it was interesting i'm very happy to see jenna come back i'm glad i'm hoping that we don't see any more of this zach stuff i can't believe tori is gone it makes it more interesting that she is jordan's back is against the wall at this point that's when we get an interview from Corey. Corey's like hey we smell blood in the water right now we it's time to get jordan out of this game he's lost the number he's by himself let's get his ass out of the game that's why i saw i thought that we saw that that um that little scene where we have uh bailey and swaggy Swaggy talking because of the numbers thing because i think now you're gonna see those two team up with wes and they are gonna take out 
uh, Jordan in this next episode because we've already why did we get that last episode we got that little thing between Wes and Swaggy and yeah. Bailey and then they talk about you know Wes is like don't go with Jordan he's a dickhead yeah There's- and we did see Wes run I mean we did see Corey run run to Wes to tell him the p- plan to vote out bananas this is all we're seeing all this stuff for a reason I think we can't end this edit episode without saying that um, when this was over TJ looked at Jenna and it was like that was so sick it was so sick and then Jenna says I'm going to put Zach aside and focus on the million dollars. Yeah. Good for you, Jenna. I'm happy you're still in the game, dude. This is great. Um, yeah. What a, what a wild ride. You know, usually I complain when we only have like an elimination or we only have a daily, but I enjoyed this episode. And, uh, even though there was a lot of questionable behavior that made me uncomfortable at times, I did find this to be compelling as hell. Great episode. One of my favorites of the season, probably for the wrong reasons. I will say that, uh, we, we watched this episode on the Roku MTV app, uh, the day that you're listening to it. It's on Thursday right now. So we watch this. We normally watch it live. Something that I guess they're doing on the app is you get like an extended interview from the loser, which we have not been seeing live. Didn't know that was a thing. So we got the loser's exit interview. I mean, so we got an interview from Tori who explained that, you know, she kind of talked through like she was too many people screaming and it got her too hyped and she lost technique and she lost form and that's why she lost, but she left in a very graceful way. And I do appreciate that. Com- the complete opposite uh, on a class factor from the way Jordan was acting. <laughs> so maybe they are the yin and the yang, uh, if you will. But uh, the uh, I, have we been missing these interviews? It's like, well, I kind of want to see these other interviews yeah, now. Yeah, these exit interviews. We had no idea. And uh, yeah, so um, yep, that was the episode. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to you guys uh, next uh, Thursday. Don't forget we have uh, uh, episodes that come out every Monday on our main show. Also, um, our Patreon. You can now get everything you need from realityblowspodcast.com. Go check that out. You'll get all of our social media. You'll get our links to Patreon, links to where our show gets uploaded, all that fun stuff. Um, And we're excited that we finally got our shit together and got a website uh, 45 years after starting this podcast. Uh, So may, uh, may TJ always say that shit is so sick. And may Nelson admit that this place is just getting to him, man. It's getting the best of him. It's getting the best of me, man. Bye.